Hey guys, welcome back to the Ducks and Dogs podcast. My name is Mike here with my co-host Matt once again, and this is episode 13 of the Ducks and Dogs podcast. Washington finally got a win, Matt. Got it a W, man. Three weeks for that 11-1 and one season to start. Three three weeks too long. Hey, we could still go nine and three. All right. We're we're on pace, man. We're on pace. Hey, all I gotta say is that offense looked actually okay against Arkansas State, which I thought was gonna be a pretty respectable opponent. Clearly they they let me down a little bit. Thought that game was gonna be a lot closer. Honestly, but the offense actually these. showed up. I'm not gonna say what I thought on that game because You thought you would lose the lie. <laughs> I wasn't feeling good about it. I'll say that. I was not feeling good about it. So, but yeah, another another week for Oregon. Another win against Stony Brook. Big surprise there. Um, yeah. Did we get any insight onto what happened with Coach Cristobal and the, the Stony Brook head coach? Did you lip read what he said? No, I didn't. He said, you talk a lot of shit and I'll whoop your fucking ass. Wow. <laughs> dude i was like yo mario awesome pop off bro i love that energy bro i was like hell yeah yeah, dude that's the type of (laughs) shit that gets me fired up he said bro that shit was so funny bro (laughs) because i saw they're getting heated i was like well because stony brook had mario kind of swole for 51 years old yeah he doesn't look too bad he doesn't look Uh, terrible did we they hit a few of our players late multiple times throughout the game Okay, I, I kind of figured something like that happened. I didn't look too much into it because I figured it was just some dumb... Cheap shots, man. When you're getting blown yeah. out, cheap shots come out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Yeah, I will... You know, dog, Mario was heated. He was 38 hot. Like, Mar- <laughs> Mario from South Florida, too. He was ready to throw them dukes. He was ready to go to war with that shit, bro. <laughs> Mario was ready, man. He was with the shits for that one. Oh That's boy! Too funny. Oh boy! A Stony Brook didn't want no problems. You see what he said after the game? He was all like, acting like nothing bad happened or nothing. I was like, yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> all right, guy. All right, all right, all right. my man. What? <laughs> um, speaking of the game against Stony Brook, Anthony yeah. Brown got a little hurt in that game. He got dinged up. He's supposed to be okay to start this week, but we did get to see some of Ty Thompson and Jay Butterfield in the game against Stony Brook. I, we did. It was fun to see. Was that was that a bad, bad throw by Ty Thompson, the one on Twitter everybody's been talking about? I don't think that was a bad throw. So just to break down the X's and O's of it, basically what's going on is these guys are playing a little higher of a zone, and mm. he's got to throw it to his wide receiver's open in a spot. It's a soft spot of the zone. He's yeah. hitting his wide receiver there. Now, he doesn't know the moves that the DBs are making at the time they're making. He just knows he's got a guy here. These They're running mm. zone. I have this gap in the zone and the soft spot of the zone. He's going to hit that. If he mm-hmm. throws that ball too far upfield, that DB could make a play on it. If he throws mm-hmm. it too far underneath, the guy playing the flat could make a play on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he could could he have, you know, made it a little, like a, a couple, maybe a foot different spotting yeah. and gave him a running start for it? Sure. But was that a bad throw? No. Was that a bad I, read? Definitely not. That was a great read. Yeah, it was a perfect read. I think you could have let him upfield, like you said, a foot or two. But you I mean, it too if you, far, the DB's going to make a Yeah, play. you lead it too far. The other receivers, a few, like, I don't know if it was a few, it was like five or 10 yards further downfield. That DB, if he reacts fast enough and if his flip, his hips aren't flipped, he can make a play on that ball. Exactly. Exactly. So, these are, they're, at the end of the day, these are D1 athletes. Yeah. You know. You put a ball where they can kind of get to it. They'll usually get to it, especially when they're that wide open. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. Exactly. So that wasn't a bad throw. Ty Thompson played a good game. He was six for yeah. nine. Uh, I don't remember how many yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. Played really solid. Butterfield looked really solid. Neither of them looked like they you know didn't belong in the game. Um, mm-hmm. It was really interesting to watch how that first half unfolded. Well, I actually didn't get to watch the game. But yeah. I also didn't expect it to be that close in the first half like it was. Um, it was really interesting to see how they bounced back from that, though. It was a couple slow starts, and the defense allowed that one drive. Man, that defense allowed one drive, and then I seen everybody on Twitter blowing up about how our they defense They were freaking is out. I, I follow quite a few defense... Ducks fans on Twitter, and they were blowing up. First I like, tweet I cow. see is our defense ass. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what? And, you know, there's some Husky fans who are saying Oregon's defense is ass. And I'm like, huh? Well, they are, but, I mean, I'm a homer. I'm supposed to have that take. At the same time, it's like, yeah, they've allowed this many yards per game. Jake Hayner is a fucking Heisman candidate, and Ohio State is Ohio State. Yeah. Speaking of Jake Hayner, did you see him against UCLA? Holy cow, dude. That's what not a, even on UCLA. Dog. That wasn't a bad no, game by UCLA. That was, that was Jake Hayner, Jake Hayner is, Heisman moment right there, bro. He looked amazing. He is that. And then he went to the hospital before the game was over. Yeah. <laughs> That man is something special. I man. I am very excited to see that Fresno State team the rest of the year, and it gives some more context for how well Oregon's playing, like how good that team is. I think people don't realize how good that Fresno State team is this year. Yeah, I don't think that was a terrible loss for UCLA, but because it's a group of five team, it's, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, another Pac-12 team losing to a group of five team. <laughs> Fresno's a good team. They are no pushover. They're in the top 25, not just like media polls. Like, they are in the AP poll. Like, they're in it. Like... They're in yeah. our top 25, the most important one. Woo! True. Shout out fifth quarter, top 25. <laughs> speedy pull did you is. put them in your top 25? I did. I put them at 21. 21? So yeah. now if I was basing my rankings purely on who I personally think the best teams are, like just straight up, I think Fresno is the best group of five team. I think they're better than We're... Cincinnati. I think they're better than Coastal Carolina. I think they're better than BYU. You could sell me on Coastal and BYU. I don't know about Cincinnati. Really? I think... I think in, you could go through my timeline. I fucking hate BYU. <laughs> I think BYU is better than Cincinnati too this year. You're a Pac-12 fan, of course you hate BYU. I hate BYU because of their fans. I don't care about like yeah. everything else. I mean, yeah. see, I mean, the rest of the Pac-12 in Oregon, you know, think of teams differently. You know, we're kind of built. Di- <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, but no, we're just built different. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> it means more. It, be- it means more. <laughs> no, but yeah, I actually think both BYU and Fresno are better than Cincinnati. Really? Just Cincinnati had that spot preseason, and they they were really good in 2019 and 2020. Yeah. But they're not what they were supposed to be this year. I, you really mean to tell me that Jake Hayner wouldn't go in there and beat Cincinnati? I don't think I could confidently say that they would. Oh, I don't think man. I could even say non-confidently that they would. I'm a, I'm a big Cincinnati truther, I got to be honest. Man, I think I think Fresno would win that game by mm-hmm. two scores. I think it'd be close. I'll, think, give it, I'll give you that. I think it would be a pretty close game. But I, I think just Fresno think wins it by at least two scores. Really? That is a hot take. Holy well, because Fresno State has probably a top 10 wide receiver room. They have okay. arguably, you could argue one of the best quarterbacks gonna, in the country. I thought you were going to say the. No, you are going to no, say no, the no, best. No, no, I was like, no, no, oh, no. Mike, be careful Bryce what you say. Young this is on recording here, bro. Bryce Young kind of nasty. And Jackson Bryce Dart looked really kinda, good, too. Yeah. Um, but no, and then they have they have a really good running back. I mean, they have a veteran offensive line. Like, mm-hmm. 
I'm hard-pressed to see teams that Fresno's not beating outside of the Alabama, Oregon, Georgia, which I think even as a Washington fan, would you mm. would you agree that they're like the top, the elite teams in college football are Alabama, Oregon, Georgia, and then we don't know? Uh, as of right now? From what we've seen, yeah. From what it we've change. seen, it could, all, it could obviously change. Did you say Alabama, Georgia, Oregon? Yep, that's it. I would. That's it? That's it. I'd probably throw Iowa into that group. I would. You trust also, them? Also, I do. I don't. I do. I do. Mainly because they're I, in the state of Iowa. I think whoever wins Penn State, Iowa, is that, that team this year. I think that whoever... You forget they still got to play Ohio State. Like Ohio I State still... I think, they're, I think both of those teams are better than Ohio State. I do. I, I've not been impressed by Ohio State this year. I haven't. I really have not. And you've been that much more impressed by Iowa beating Wisconsin. Yes. And and, and Iowa and, State. And killing Indiana, who, by the way, is still a decent football team. Indiana's a decent football team, but they're a decent football team who gets blown out by great teams every year. Yeah. I don't know. I'd still take right now, if I had to bet, I would take Iowa and Penn State over Ohio State. I would take Ohio State and give the other teams points in that game. But you know, yeah. we follow Pac-12 more than anything. And, yeah, true. We don't we don't care about the Big Ten. And we do have two games coming up. Uh, you guys play Cal. You're tonight. The Cal game. Yeah, this is this ought to be an interesting one because I don't even know. Like Cal hasn't looked great this season. They the really have it. Has y'all's number? But holy cow, dude! The Cal game every year just gets me nervous. And even be last a thunderstorm? year. <laughs> last last year we didn't even play that game that game got canceled because of covid and, and you were glad <laughs> I, phew, I that game the past five years has made me nervous it was like, like washington state for us from 2014 or 20 like 2010 <laughs> yeah. to 2015 yeah washington oh, state God, was dude. tough for us for some reason you know what i think is going to be the most underrated game in the pac-12 schedule all year what you're gonna laugh, but I don't think this is a joke. Like I'm being hundred percent serious. Washington going into Corvallis. I could actually see that being a surprisingly good game. Surprising in people... the fact that y'all are gonna keep up with Oregon State, right? Uh no, the other way the other way around. Hot take I... Oregon State has the best quarterback in the conference. Oh, oh what now? Best quarterback in that the conference. That is a no, that is on. a hot How take. high is the bar? Who's the best quarterback of the conference? Dorian Thompson Robinson? Slovis just lost his job. Jaden Daniels hasn't looked (laughs) great. Like, you say, whoa, hold on a minute. Like, that's some crazy statement. I don't know if I could buy into that. Have you seen him play? I saw saw their first game. I forgot who they played, but I watched their first game. He looked pretty good. If I'm not mistaken, let me double check before I say something wrong. He, lo- he looked pretty good. I didn't. I don't remember who they played. Let me check. Let me actually, double check before I say something incorrect. Actually, they lost to Purdue against Idaho. He, he okay. went 14 for nine. Okay, y'all played Montana and lost, so I don't want to hear. Okay, okay, it's okay, Idaho. but Idaho, like for, okay, but it's Oregon State. 14 for 19 and 175 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Let's go the week before that against Hawaii. 21 for 29, 302 yards and two picks. The week before I, that, in the loss against two Purdue, touched, uh, or... 10 for 16, 157 yards, no picks. Yeah, 
You said two picks. You meant two touchdowns in two the Hawaii game. No picks. I think I watched the Hawaii game because that Purdue game, Statlin's okay. I remember There's, him. But he hasn't play, he hasn't thrown a pick all year. Mm-hmm. And he's he's really good, man. He could really he be good. the best quarterback in the conference. Nolan Nolan's good. Nolan's nah, he's, good. I yeah, I don't know if you like you gotta give it a few more games. I think you have to see how he plays against USC. I think you have to see how he plays against that Washington secondary before you can really. And I'm I'm not just saying that to be like we also oh, gotta see Uga if Dark keeps it up. You do, yeah. I was gonna say like That's I'm not just saying that because I'm a UW fan, but like legitimately, Washington secondary is one of the best in the conference, if not the country. So, um, we're neither of us are USC fans, obviously. True. Are you scared of Jackson Dart? Because he kind of he looked pretty good. <laughs> he looked pretty. <laughs> He looks pretty good, and if I'm Slovis, man, holy cow, I am like... Slovis just got Slovis. Slovis might have to compete for that job because Dart looked really good. I was on the bus ride home from my game Saturday, and I turned on that was... Or the... My teammates sitting behind me is from SoCal, so, like, big USC fan. And, like, you know, he was grown and whatever. They are losing to Washington State, and then he's like, dude, look at this. And it's like what 32 35 to 14 or whatever and i'm like how in the world did that happen yeah the start kid i, I don't know like <laughs> <laughs> out of utah man it's yeah. gotta, you gotta it's gotta suck to be a utah fan all the sewell family going to oregon and they kept nephi sewell which is really good player it's but good, like yeah. jackson dart going to usc kingsley sewell mm-hmm. mattia going to oregon like mm-hmm. they're not keeping none of that talent ben roberts they didn't even keep ben roberts in state Ben Roberts. Uh, oh, yeah, he's Utah? Yeah, he's Utah. Going to Oregon. That, yeah. that Utah to Oregon pipeline is insane. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice to keep that one, but we've been over that. You know what that also, was during a dark time. You know so. what also would probably have me really salty? If one of the best quarterbacks in the country left my program, went to a group of five program, and balled the fuck out. Yeah, got to be honest. We dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> Holy cow. Hayner is making that UW staff as, look stupid. As solid right as now. I think Dylan Morris is. Yeah. Jake Hayner is miles better. I, as of right now, I yeah, 100%. Oh, as I mean, of even, right now, me even, pussy, he is better. Yeah. Dylan Morris, like, yeah, he threw three touchdowns, had almost 400 yards passing, but he still, he made questionable throws, threw two picks, should have been three, like, Against a team that they were beating pretty handily. Also, shout out Sam Heward. Shout out Sam Heward. He got in the game two for five, 31 yards. I mean, not Ty Thompson numbers, but he got out there. But he also doesn't have Ty Thompson weapons. Yeah, also true. As, as, uh, as highly as some Husky fans are going to talk about the wide receivers they got in the transfer portal yeah. and stuff, they transferred for a reason. <laughs> like, Talking can, about, hey, they transferred one, for a reason. One side note. Going off of the receiver room, I'll transition this a little bit. Jalen McMillan finally coming off injury, 175 yards receiving on 10 catches. He did look pretty solid. He looked really, really good. However, I I would like to see him against a defense with a pulse. Fair, but I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't discredit. That's yeah. You can play. You play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he looked really good. Really good addition to that receiver room kind of sparked some new life into that receiver mm-hmm. room that we really haven't seen all year. It's always I mean, been the tight ends and that's it. Cause Rome isn't mm-hmm. what like he's still hurt. And, and, and the rest of the wide receiver room, they're like, they're not terrible yeah. players, but they're not. Taj Davis also had almost a hundred yards receiving. He looks pretty good. Bynum has always been pretty solid option. Jackson's looked pretty decent. 
I wouldn't say, you know, world beaters by any means. McMillan but there's looks talent. like he had that potential is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. And also uh, McGrew, RB1, question mark, finally giving him the ball. <laughs> he scores two touchdowns. Who would have thought? Like, Who would have thought? Wow. Put in what a concept. More talented running back and, and he scores. I'll I'll be the first to admit, like, I'm not, like, I'm a big McGrew fan. I've never been outspoken, like, oh, McGrew, like, he's the guy. Got to go with him, you know. I've been pretty um, insistent on, you're you know, that three-headed. You're anything. I, you're right. But, you know, I'll put my chips into guys that I think are good and I think are going to develop well. Um, I've been a big fan of that three-headed monster at running back for Washington. McGrew kind of proved that he might be the dude going forward. And obviously you have the talent in that running back room to rotate still, mm -hmm. but like he looked good and that is good for that running back room. That is good for that offense. You know, transitioning on that wide receiver point, uh, yeah. did you realize, like I haven't, I didn't realize this until I thought about it. Not a single Oregon receiver has gone over a hundred yards yet in a game. Not a single one. And probably. What was that? I was going to say that probably speaks to the depth of that room. Mm -hmm. then, because but they're all getting the ball. I assume. With how talented of a room you have, you would expect there to be that one game breaker. Yeah. Not at the same time. Um, What's his name? Devin Williams. I've seen him open deep many a times. And for whatever reason, the quarterback doesn't throw the ball. Just, you know. Maybe he doesn't like he doesn't want to take the risk, or maybe that's mm -hmm. not really one of the options on the play call, or depending whatever the reason. Williams has gotten open deep and hasn't gotten the ball. I, yeah. I'm hoping eventually here, as we enter conference play, that like if Williams is open, fuck what the play says, <laughs> throw him the fucking ball. That man is mm -hmm. good. Like we saw him last yeah. year, he was good. He was good. Yeah. He was insane, and. I can't wait to see one of these guys break out. Dante Thornton got that one big play, balled out. Johnny Johnson's always consistent. I mean, one thing of note, it's going to be weird to see next year Oregon have better tight ends in Washington. Ooh, that'll be the day. Have you, see, have you seen our tight ends play? Maliki Matavayo and Terrence Ferguson? I, I'm very high on Kate Otten, though. So oh, Kadon's not, really good, but is he gonna you're play? Not, you're freshman? not gonna get you're not gonna get that out of me. What what's up? Is he gonna play like a lot as a freshman? Kate Otten? Mm-hmm. You, you mean Ryan Otten? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Kate Otten's yeah. gone after this year. He is. Yeah, I that's think what I'm I misheard saying. you. Oh, you're saying next year. coming in. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Ryan. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. He's had a pretty good high school season this year. I could very well see him playing. I think it'll matter depending on who sticks around in that room. Yeah, there's some depth um, in that room. Obviously, there's there not is, another K. Yeah. Otten in that room, but there's some depth mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna do what we always do. We're gonna do our picks for the week. Uh, we didn't have we didn't really talk about the Oregon Arizona game because we don't really need to talk about the Oregon Arizona game. It's yeah. Arizona. They just lost to Northern Arizona, whose backup quarterback is Oregon's former, like, eighth-string quarterback, Cale Millen. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll start with that game. Score prediction for the Oregon-Arizona game. Go. Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I'll go, like, 52 to 10. Like, for I... <laughs> really? I, I see no world that Arizona's competitive in this game whatsoever. And, like... 
usually, you know, you don't want to say stuff like that on the record, but like rumor is Kayvon comes back too. Ooh, yeah, no, no shot. <laughs> Not a ge- I think ten point. I think ten points for Arizona is generous, generous here. That, yeah, that re- that would require a defensive score. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I'd say fifty-two-seven. There you go. And that field goal will make a big difference. You know, people have been harping on how many how many yards that uh, Oregon's been allowing, not realizing that they're down like eighty-seven million players on defense. And mm-hmm. almost all of them outside of flow are projected to come back this week or next week. Yeah. This defense is pretty be really fuck. This defense is a whole nother level just when number five steps back on the field. Yeah. That changes everything. That. It's going to be crazy. The, the pressure rate and the sack rate is so much higher with him on the field. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows us to drop instead of rushing a Noah Sewell to the gap, you have, yeah. you know, Noah Sewell dropping back in coverage and, it, it's it's crazy. I never thought I would say this, but I really think Oregon has the two best players in the conference. Not just the one, the two best players in the, the conference. The two. Now that, we'll have to wait and see on that Kayvon one. Thibodeau and Noah Sewell, man. Noah's been... Hey. And why are you playing Barone McKinley? Fair. He's He played really well. He's been playing really He's well. He's been going recently. off. If so. Flo was healthy, um, as much as I love Noah and Noah's more fundamentally mm-hmm. sound... God flow was good in that one game. God, yeah. he was good, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the only the only I hate to call it a positive, but the only like bright side of Flo's injury is that when when Kayvon's gone, we have you know Flo Sewell for at least one more year, man. and Mace th- Funa to hold down that defense. I think for as much as injuries suck, and you know, you never hope that guys get hurt ever on any team, right? It is always a good thing to see how a defense functions without those main pieces and if they can function. And Oregon's proven that they can function without those pieces. It definitely so, feels like I, a uh, Chip Kelly-esque defense of Ben I think, I think you're well off and... on that defense for the next few seasons. Easily, like, especially with easily. how we're recruiting. We're probably... As long as we could keep Mario... this Our program is probably well off for the foreseeable future. Yeah, there there I may be so. one reboot like reload year where guys at the are very experience. at the very very least competitive. Exactly. I would say that's that's the floor. These aren't like the the post Hellforce teams when like when the coaching's yeah. gone, the talent is only comparable enough yeah. to make you bowl game maybe. Yeah, now and it's hate, like okay, I I hate saying that because I don't like Oregon obviously, but you just talent. there's two you can't deny it like and, that the floor you and know. Moorhead is probably one of the best offensive play callers in college football. He's pretty damn good. And DeRuder, DeRuder doesn't look too bad. I mean, the only issue, which it seems to be a big issue with a lot of the big names in college football, Clemson, Ohio State, Oregon. I'm seeing a lot of DBs playing like eight-yard cushions, and it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really a defensive guy. I don't understand guy. that trend. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I'm not really a defensive guy. Like, you know, I play college football. I'm on the offense. Like, I couldn't tell you the first thing about a lot of the scheme that goes into defense. That's never been me. So I can't really speak from can't elaborate expertise. On it. Yeah, I can't. Um, but. So now we will break into predictions for the Washington Cal game. Oof. I, it's just all logic in this game the past few years has just gone out the window. Like, you can't. Even when, you know, the teams are this or this, you can never 
you can never tell. Like, do you want to pick first or should I? I'll pick first. Go ahead. Um, I'll go Washington taking the win, and I'll go 28-20. Washington. Yep. Before I make any predictions, I need to check the weather. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta check it. Make sure there's no no rainstorm. <laughs> weather in Seattle <laughs> Saturday. What time is the game? Uh, it's gotta be a. Actually, I don't know. I'm Central nine thirty p.m. So oh, okay. Cal is gonna win. 24 21. It's actually 6 30 p.m. for their time. Yeah, I'm looking at my times because the okay. weather's in my time. Cal yeah. is gonna win 28 31. It's gonna really, rain. it's gonna rain. Hmm. That's, Interesting. That's according to Washington fans, rain causes them to lose the Cal at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if the weather, if, of if the weather logic, predicts, then so it shall be. The clouds have spoken. Were you on Twitter for that when uh, y'all lost the Cal and everyone was like, it was only because it rained? And I was like, no. no, I I wasn't on, involved in Husky Twitter at that point. Oh, my Lord. So when that happened, literally the entire excuse was, well, there was a rain delay. Why is that? Like, it plays a factor, but it shouldn't be like that. That's why you lost because like, there was a rain on. delay. It was so it's going to rain. So Cal 31, Washington 28. Honestly, because it's raining, I did lower my score prediction. I thought it would be a higher scoring game. Yeah, I don't know. They're always kind of the two defensive minded teams, but I think yeah. that might be why they can score a lot. Yeah. So it's been weird lately in college football when two defensive juggernauts go up together. I expect to see like a nine to six game, and it's like forty two to thirty eight. Yeah, annoying. it's like what in the world? <laughs> like, I yeah, it's super weird. You like can, Ohio State football, and Oregon. Yeah, college football is just so unpredictable, man. That's what I love about it. It is. I love you, it. You never know what's going to happen. And do we have so what? We're we're a quarter way through the season. Yeah. If you had to make a bet right now, who comes out the south and the north? Who are you making? Washington, obviously. You're going to say he's coming out in the north. I I'm going to say Washington's still going to embrace my homer here. He's still saying UCLA for the south. Yeah. Gotcha. I still am. I got UCLA for the South, and I think Oregon like has no competition in the North. I don't know, man. Our, Colorado, yeah, yeah. Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Looking... Oh crap! <laughs> oh my god! Yo, all right. Oh, time out. Record scratch. I my brain just stopped working. Oh crapola. My name's Matt, and you're probably wondering I, how I got I, in this situation. Yeah, Let me tell you. I, holy cow. I was looking at Washington's schedule. I was clicking through their schedule and I saw Colorado. I was gonna say Oregon State is what total I meant yards to say. Of offense for Colorado. That's nuts. They suck. And did they they just got pounded by Minnesota, didn't that's they? That's when they got 63 total yeah. yards of offense. How in the world are you going to take Texas A&M? And the, the Texas A&M game just proves to me that they are not as good as people say they are. I've never been high on Texas A&M. Not so. any of the past three years have I been high on Texas A&M. Yeah. I think people are like, oh, put them in the playoff. No, they would get scorched worse than Notre Dame, Oklahoma, you name it. Like, you know it'd be I worse. Love? I love when I mention Oregon in the playoffs. People are like, they're just going to get blown out again. I was like... 
We won. <laughs> Our semifinal game. We won by 40. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. We lost to the only the only Pac-12 team to get to the national championship game in the college football playoff era. Might I and like, I'm sorry. We lost to the second most talented team. Second to probably either 2019 LSU or 2001 Miami ever. That Ohio State team was fucking loaded. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's nothing we could. And Zeke, Zeke was, Zeke just made Alabama look foolish. And you thought we were finna, man. (laughs) Buckner's good, but he was by him by himself. He needed, he said, he's like that Kevin Hart video. He said, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite picture of all time for Oregon is going to be Defoe pushing the two Washington offensive linemen <laughs> side to side. <laughs> Bro, that just, that man was a Help specimen. me. Mm-hmm. Um, good. But do we have any final notes? Do you have any comments you want to make regarding the entire college football landscape? Just surprising uh, to you before we end the show. I, you know, I just got to say, I think we should buckle up. This season's kind of shaping up to be a crazy one, I think. And I think, I don't know, like I'm not, you know, I didn't look into a crystal ball. I don't know the future. I just get a sneaking suspicion that things are not going to shape up the way they're supposed to. Is that you saying so that, you think Oregon's going to drop like multiple conference games? No, no, that's not me saying anything about Oregon. I just like my doomsday apocalypse prophecy is that 2007 is upon us. Well, it's going don't get to return. Two. Keep us at three. Yeah, don't get ranked two. Maybe it, who knows? Maybe it'll be three. Maybe it'll be four. Maybe it'll be one. Guess we'll find out once conference play starts this week. Huh? We'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah. Well, hey guys, we want to thank you for watching. Sorry for the delay between episodes. We should be back to normal now. Uh, our editor Mike really fucking yeah, sucks. Mike, that guy Mike Black. He is. Hey, 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 we're not supposed to say what. Don't say my government name on a, on a, on go- a- bro. It's literally on your Twitter. What are you talking? <laughs> Stop about? saying my government name. On a, you can't on even a- say my government name, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> You can't even pronounce my government name. (laughs) We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Thank y'all for watching. We'll see you next time. Go next.